Hello and welcome to Couple Next Door from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. CBS Radio brings you The Couple Next Door, written by Peg Lynch and starring Peg Lynch and Alan Bunce. Well, well, this is a pleasant surprise. What are you doing up so early? Oh, I don't know. I just woke up and I thought I'd come down and have breakfast with you. I thought, gee, I never have breakfast with my daddy anymore. Oh, well, I know. And I miss having breakfast with my Betsy, too. But I don't like you to miss your sleep just because I have such crazy early office hours. With Mommy? Well, Mommy's putting the first lot in the washing machine or something out there. Here, here. And some orange juice. Daddy... Don't you think everybody ought to have a new Easter hat? Well, I should say so. Why, don't you have a new Easter bonnet? No, and I wish I did. All my friends do. Gee, they all got new things for Easter. Mommy said I didn't need any. Well, no, my goodness. I certainly think a little girl should have a new Easter bonnet. Oh, it doesn't matter really, Daddy. I mean, if we can't afford it, I don't mind. I know we have a lot of expenses, and you work so hard all the time. Oh, well, now, look here. I guess I can find a few pennies for a new hat for my girl. <laughs> I mean, what's the sense of having a pretty little girl if she can't have a new Easter bonnet? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Daddy, am I pretty? Oh, well, sort of. <laughs> oh, Daddy, am I? You are beautiful. You are the, you are the beautifulest thing I ever saw. <laughs> oh, Daddy, I think you're the handsomest man I ever saw, too. <laughs> oh, Daddy, I love you so. Ah, well, Daddy kind of likes you, too. Now, come on, drink up your orange juice, Sam. Except maybe you ought to go brush your hair, at least. You know, Mommy doesn't like to have you, having you come down to the table with your hair uncombed like that, but you can eat breakfast in your bathroom. That's all right. All right, Daddy. I'll be right back down. And, Daddy? Hmm? Would you ask Mommy if I could have a new hat for Easter? Ask Mommy. Listen, your father is the lord and master in this household. You will have a new Easter bonnet. Oh, thank you, Daddy. You're the best Daddy in the whole world. Paris, European capital of fashion and femininity, where women are dedicated to being desirable and appealing. Paris, where the preferred deodorant among knowing women is new Odorono. Parisians have discovered that wonderful new Odorono forms a gentle, firm shield against odor-causing perspiration, gives you a clean, fresh feeling all day long. Odorono babies the skin, so mild it can't harm the finest fabrics. And now, important news. To introduce you to Paris's favorite deodorant, New Odorono is being offered at just half price. For a limited time only, save 50 cents on the $1 jar of Odorono cream. Or get new Odorono spray, also at half price. Look for the Odorono half price offer wherever deodorants are sold. I'm sorry you had to start eating alone. I wanted to get the washing started. I've got such a busy day. That's yeah, okay. I had a little company. 
Betsy woke up early, I guess. She'll be right back down. I sent her up to comb her hair a little. Betsy's awake so early? Yeah. I'm surprised she got up. It's getting harder and harder to get her up in the morning. <laughs> you want that piece of toast? I'm not mm-hmm. quite ready. You go ahead. Oh, all right. I'll take it. Oh, I didn't put any marmalade on the table. Well, never mind for me. I don't want any. Look, what's this about uh, Betsy not having a new Easter bonnet? Oh, that's why she got up. What do you mean? <laughs> oh, has she been working you? Oh, <laughs> for Pete's sake. No, she has not been working me, as you put it. <laughs> Betsy, wind you right around her little finger. All she has to say is, oh, Daddy, you're the best Daddy in the whole world. Which I'll bet she said, didn't she? <laughs> oh, look, I don't blame you. She takes me in, too. All I'm saying is, dear, don't think she doesn't know what she's doing, because she... Oh, well, I suppose. Still, I do think she ought to have a new Easter bonnet. There's nothing wrong with the one she insisted on getting for Easter last year, and she hasn't worn it since, maybe twice. She never wears a hat in the summer. She wears one when she goes to Sunday school. She wears her winter hats, or else she wears just that little tiny flowered thing. She doesn't like the hat she got for Easter last year, so she won't wear it. And she's the one who wanted it at the time and is still practically new. So I don't think she should have a new one. Well, I, I, I've already promised her she can have one. Now, look, when I was a kid, everybody, everybody had something new for Easter. And, well, Betsy said all her friends have new hats. I mean, well, I think she ought to be allowed to have one. Anyhow, I've already said she could. All right. Oh, now, look, honey, I mean, if all our friends have new Easter bonnets... I said all right, didn't I? Yeah, you said it, but you're mad. I'm not mad at all, naturally. If you've told her she can have one, I'll agree with you. But I don't like it when I tell her no about something. She comes running to you and gets you on her side. I mean, I don't think that's right. Frankly, I think you were wrong to agree without discussing it first with me. Yeah, yeah, well, I think I was wrong there, too. Well, all right. Shall I tell her that she can't have a new hat? Oh, no, then it looks as though I'm the mean one. Besides, I want Betsy to feel that the man, the father, is the final word in the family. You know, I've always tried to impress on both the children that their father is the final authority. That you are the one... Oh, come on, honey. Who are we kidding? What do you mean? Get me some more coffee, will you? Yes. What do you mean by that remark? Well, darling, let's that? face it. I mean, times have changed. In this day and age, there isn't an American child who isn't perfectly aware of who really wears the pants in the family. The mother, the mother. Every leading sociologist tells... Well, how... that is not true in our family. Sure. When you tell the children to do something, I make a special point of not disputing you. Even if I don't agree, yeah. I make a special point yeah. of not See, saying a word. You make a special point of it. Yes, See, well, I that's do. my point. In the old days, father's word was law. Mother never thought of disagreeing. If her husband said so, that was it. That was oh, it. Fiddlesticks. All right, fiddlesticks. It, men and women haven't changed that much. The family situation has, with women going out and working and bringing in money. I don't go out and work and bring in money. Could I have my coffee, please? You poured it, but you left it standing on the stove. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm busy arguing with you. Here you are, honey. Well, I don't care what you say. I always act as though you're the final authority. I always speak of you. I always speak of you to the children with respect oh. and deference. Honey, when you say things like that, like, for heaven's sake, take your feet off the coffee table, that that's respect to the father of the family? Look, if the father of the family puts his feet on the coffee table... Yeah, when you table. say to me, what's the matter with you? Why don't you come to dinner? I've called you three times. Everything's going to be cold. Well, why do you disappear right at dinner time? 
Every night I well, have to All right, send... all right. Okay, some blame on my side, I'll admit. But the point is, in the old days, Father bought the coffee table. Father could put his feet on the coffee table if he wanted to. Nobody said anything. In the old days, Father wouldn't have thought of putting his feet on the coffee table. Which, as a matter of fact, I don't think they had then anyhow. Father would have sat in a very dignified way in the parlor... Looking like the voice of authority, which uh, he was. Well, when his dinner was ready, his, his wife wouldn't have dared bawl him out, screaming that dinner would be cold, and would he, for heaven's sake, get to the table? Of course not. Well. In the old days, Father would say, I would like dinner served at precisely six o'clock every evening. And at six promptly, Father would appear without being yelled at. <laughs> well, okay, but what you still can't understand is that in the old days you wouldn't even have discussed this with me. Don't you see? I, I, I would have stated my opinion. You would have listened deferentially, and since my word was law, you'd simply have nodded and said quietly, oh, yes, yes, Mr. Piper. <laughs> Wouldn't you like me to be more like that, dear? Certainly. <laughs> now, Mrs. Piper, yes. our daughter Elizabeth is allowed to have a new Easter bonnet. That is my decision. Yes, Mr. Piper. Very good. Very good. Now, now practice saying Now, practice saying it. Lower your eyes. Yes, Mr. Piper. Very good. Very good. Thank you, Mr. Piper. Yeah, yeah, you know, I like that. <laughs> you know something? I'll bet family life would be a lot simpler if there were just one authority. Do you realize hmm. that there'd never be any disagreements? Then father would decide everything. Children wouldn't play parents against each other. They'd, they'd know there was just one person whose word was final. I have always tried to make Betsy feel that about you. Yeah, dear. well, I don't think she does at all. The fact that she asked you first if she could get a new hat, uh, that proves it. All right. All right, I'm sorry. Well, I hear her coming back down to breakfast, and I will try to impress on her once and for all that her father is the final authority. <laughs> We'll return to the couple next door in just a moment. These voices should be familiar to you. I'll think of my audience as never more than one person. Hi, Gary Moore here. Hello, everybody. This is Art Linkletter. Well, fancy meeting you here, Miss Clooney. Bing Crosby, what a small world it is. We do have an appointment, you know. Those voices come to you every weekday, a happy habit every Monday through Friday on CBS Radio. Bing and Rosie as a delectable singing, talking team. Art Linkletter is host of House Party. Gary Moore with his splendid sidekick, Derwood Kirby. And Arthur Godfrey, currently reporting from somewhere east of Suez on his regular daytime show. All those stars at one convenient time of day for all America's enjoyment. Come one, come all. They're as happy a daytime habit as you can form. Where? Why, right here on your station affiliated with CBS Radio. Where else? And what I've tried to impress on you, Betsy, is that it is your father who earns the living, who supports us and takes care of us, Feeds and clothes us? I know. Now, don't be sassy. I don't mean to be sassy, Daddy. I do know all that. I don't know what Mommy's trying to say to me. Well, for example, if you want a new Easter bonnet, 
asked Daddy. I did, and he said I could have one, didn't you, Daddy? <laughs> well, yes, yeah, but the point is, Betsy... You must not ask me for things as you did with the Easter hat. I said no, because I, uh, I felt that you should ask Daddy. Then I did ask Daddy, and he said yes. I know, but in the future, when you want something, ask Daddy first. Don't you understand? He's the head of the family. You mean, ask Daddy first just to be polite. Oh, no, I'm no, 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 Mommy has to do what Daddy says because Daddy's the head of the family. And also, we want to do what Daddy says because we love him and he loves you us. You will do what your father says because he's your father. Now, that it's all the explanation you need, young lady. <laughs> Oh, sweetheart, <laughs> Daddy didn't mean it. What is the matter with well, you? I don't know. I don't know. Oh, baby, baby, look. No, no, Daddy didn't mean to stick sharply like that. I already didn't. Here, come to your daddy. Take Mommy's hanky. I think she's been upset anyhow because of the Easter bunny. Well, of course she has it. But now Daddy's girl is going to have a new hat, huh? Daddy didn't mean it. I don't need a new hat. I haven't got a, a, new, a new dress with it anyway. Mommy said I didn't need a new dress. Well, your father said you could have a new dress and a new hat. She can. I didn't say a word. What? Whatever you decide. Here, give her to me. She's getting strawberry <coughs> jam all over your tie. Oh, oh golly. There, there, well, it's easy to see who really runs this family. The Couple Next Door stars Peg Lynch and Alan Bunce with Francie Myers and is produced by Walter Hart and directed by Dick Stenta. This is Stuart Metz speaking. <laughs>